Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. I am here with the one, the only, Chris. How's it going, man? Uh, it's been a stressful day. Um, I mean, I've talked about it on the podcast. We've talked about it, about uh, my son and his... This whole surgery thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. He hasn't been wanting to take the medicine, so it's... He hasn't taken it at all today, so it's, like, very stressful. That's why I, we're kind of doing this podcast a little late. Oh, yeah, man. Trust me. I, I, we were once kids and hated medicine also, so... Yeah, yeah. For sure. <sighs> you well, gotta like him, man. Nowadays they don't give kids that nasty ass bubble gum flavored medicine. No, no, not at all. That's why I'm like so yeah, surprised he doesn't. Lucky. Huh? You got a lucky man. <laughs> yeah, we used to have to like fucking t- drink rubber tussin and all that nasty shit. Yeah, my mom. Every time I would get sick, my mom would always. She's a fucking doctor, so she would give me this fucking like some stupid medicine that would, like, leave a nasty-ass grape taste in my mouth for, like, three days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Good shit. Good shit, man. Uh, so, uh, so we got a few things to talk about. Um, you know, Forbidden Door is tomorrow. I mean, we talk about, like, it's Forbidden Door. It's the the, na- the title of the pay per view sells itself. Um, you, yeah, yeah. Uh, some other, I mean, some other things. You got Vince Vince McMahon now. He's appeared on Raw and SmackDown more than he he has in the past ten years. So um, that's interesting. Yeah. And it, it's funny too because it's like. Like, we get Vince was, like, probably the most busiest man in that company. Like, everyone has said it. Fucking from Triple H to Stephanie to everybody. But, like, now that it's over for him, he has all that free time, and he just doesn't know what the fuck to do with his life now. Right, yeah. It's un- it's unbelievable. Like, you're just like, what, what the fuck is going on? Like, <sighs> yeah. I just, uh, man, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's um, it's definitely, it, it's weird, you know, when you hear his music, like, we all knew he was going to show up on SmackDown a few weeks ago, and I was like, alright, we, we know this is going to happen. But then you, you see him on Raw, and it's just like, why, man? Yeah. And it's not like he's, like, apologizing or anything like that. This dude's saying weird shit. No, he just coming out doing like a quick ass fucking uh, promo and just fucking splitting. Yeah. Fucking like on Raw he came out and announced John Cena's gonna be here tomorrow or Monday. Yeah. And we're like, bro, we've known that for like the last two, three weeks. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. We appreciate events and and, and we get where you're coming from because you know what happened, but you don't gotta like sugarcoat shit, bro. Just come out, apologize, get us the fuck over with, shoot yourself in the foot, and just go on with your life. Yeah, yeah. Let I me mean, like really like you continue to do this 
you're really not helping yourself out as much as you think. Yeah, like, like everybody gets it. It's it's definitely a hard pill to swallow, mm-hmm. and definitely something hard to walk away from. Thing is, how you've done it your entire fucking life. Yeah. But but it's over now. Like there yeah. is no coming back. No, definitely no. You you like you can't come back from from this shit. Like this is this is what it is. You know. And, yeah, and then like honestly, I feel for the man because like he knew what the fuck he was doing when he did that shit. Yeah. And he knew it eventually shit was gonna come to light, and it did. And now it cost him his his marriage, his company, basically his fucking life. I mean, who knows, like, the relationship with his children. Like, you don't know how that is. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, all we see it from is the news aspect. We don't see anything behind closed doors. Right, right. Which is kind of like, sometimes it's like a a good thing. Because, you know, it can get real personal. Like, let's say Steph or, or Shane, right? They don't talk to Vince anymore, right? They're like, fuck you, dad. We'll be like, well, we could relate to that, <laughs> you know? Yeah, basically, man. Like, like everybody looked up to Vince yeah. as a father figure. And now, seeing all this breaking news shit about it, it's like, bro, now you're leaving us with a sour taste in our mouth about you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, one thing is, like, Vince, the, the you know, the man that owns WWE, right? You're thinking of him, you're like, man, yes, the product might not be great right now, but, like, this man has given us a whole fucking lot. And then to, like, have this other side of Vince where he's giving people money to to be quiet about an affair, it's like, dude, no. Come on, Vince, you know. And now my thing is, was he involved in the affair? in the affair or was it John Lerner and I just said was involved since his wife left I would assume it would it was him cause I mean like mm-hmm. if it, if I don't I don't know why Linda would leave if it was you know John Laurinaitis but then again yeah we never fucking know which is another and thing I mean, uh-huh. on, honestly and sorry to go you off but no, like cool like, we all know Linda and her politics and how she's, like, running for governor or yeah. president or mayor or some shit like that. Like, that, that'd be another reason why she would be, because that's, like, that's, like, the same reason why fucking Bill Clinton's wife left him after the shit that he did. True, true, true. Like, uh... It's like... And, like, that's another thing. Like, we really haven't gotten to, like, John Laurinaitis. And his and his weird yeah. ass fucking voice. And it's weird too because wasn't he married to um Vicky or the Bella twins mom or some shit like that? Are you fucking serious? Yeah, because oh he's either married to the Bella twins mom or Vicky Guerrero. One of them too. I cannot remember for the life of me, but it was like a big thing that I seen like years ago let's see if I can uh, find this John Laurinaitis 
2016. His right now, as of right now, one twenty sixteen. His he was with Kathy Laurinaitis. Um, let me see. Hold up. Um. Yeah, he was married to the mother of the Bella twins. Yeah. Okay, so it was the Bella twins. Yeah. I always forget he's um Road Warrior uh Animal's brother. I always forget that. Yeah. It's it's weird though because you, you see Wolf Road Warrior Animal and all the talent he had. Yeah. And then you see Lauren Knight and he didn't live up to that fucking hype. No, he didn't at all. Yeah, it's just a weird time in WWE. Um, yeah. I mean... And then, yeah, because the whole Vicky thing, the reason why I thought it was, like, Vicky, because I remember um, reading something about it, like, she was getting death threats because people didn't like that she moved on after Eddie's passing and this and that. And, like, that the only person, really, that stood up for her was fucking Ray and Chavo and shit like that. But it's like, bro... Like shit like that happened. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I never, I never even knew she moved on. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. I, just like I'm guessing, just like fucking uh, Aiden English. Yeah. Married um uh married Eddie's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 good. how this world works and shit, man. Yeah, for sure. It's like, dude, like, wait, you're what? <laughs> like, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, right. Like you married into one of the most prestigious families in the fucking world, and you're not even a top tier talent. Yeah, I know the way. Well, I heard uh, Aiden English has some different views on things, and I guess that's why he uh. He didn't cut it, um, as like his partner did. You, damn, I can't remember his name. Um, Simon Gotch. Was that it? Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Were no, it was villains, and I remember that. I remember it perfectly because they're the same tag team that um got big ass heat when they threw Enzo into the rope, and they like almost fucking decapitated him. True, true. I I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also remember. So, I'm sorry. Simon Gotch was the one that had like. I guess he had made a comment, like a rude fucking comment on social media. Um, Aiden English was the one that was uh, what Rusev, what Rusev did. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So got you, got you. Um, I mean, since last time we talked, Brock Lesnar's back in WWE. And, and it's not that's not too much of a shocker. I mean, no, no. That, the only thing I heard is that after Mania he quit. Yeah. But then, you know how fucking WWE is. Yeah. If the money's right, the people will come for it. Right. Right. Now, how much do you like fucking? Uh, yeah. Sorry, did you want to? Um, much like uh, Big Shocker, guess who's gonna be appearing at fucking SummerSlam? Who? The Undertaker. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I'm like, bro, didn't you retire like 14 fucking times already? Right. Yeah, yeah. I just, oh, man. Like, bro, like, unless, I hope it's not, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know how or what WWE's thinking right now. Undertaker, I don't know if he can be the same. He obviously can't be the same. Um, but Brock, you know, Brock still has a lot left in him. I, I wish I would, I would not be seeing Roman and Brock Lesnar again, but you know. Yeah, I give you that. Trust me. Like, not for nothing. I'm pretty sure WWE played this shit out smooth with like everything going on. Now they got Cena coming back. They got yeah. Brock back. We got a face edge again. Fucking, um, Roman is back. Seth is still, you know, fucking killing it and everything. Yep. So we got some some pretty big names fucking trying to help push this company out of the fucking this funk that Vince and Laurinaitis put it in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's another thing, like Triple H. Triple H walks into the performance center and says, I'm back. Like, that's fucking huge. Like, NXT is about to be fucking good again, I would would think. I would hope so, bro. And I swear to God, listen, don't get me wrong. Yeah. NXT 2.0 is okay. Like, I, I like how the stage design is set up. Yeah. But, man, the fucking talent they have is just lackluster. Like, that storyline between Tony D'Angelo and fucking uh, Santos Escobar is just fucking stupid. I think I think Santos should be called up to the main roster. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like, Santos is definitely a top-tier talent that's not getting used no. to his talent. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's it's it's. A, I mean, I know Triple H is gonna get them guys right, um, but it felt kind of weird. Like when you see the reports that he just walks into the performance center and says, "I'm back." That's like, yeah. Wait, don't tell me. He's <laughs> like, "Are you back, like wrestling, or are you back taking over?" NXT, or are you back coaching? Like, what is it, man? Or did you set up your father in law? <laughs> yeah, right. Were you the one that paid them and Vince took the bullet for you? Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen it or not, but the reports are the purse, the, the female that they paid was Rosa Mendez. Yeah, I've been seeing that. Um, I mean, she's been like, she's went like ghost. Like, I haven't heard not a single thing about her since she, maybe maybe I've heard like two or three things after she left WWE. But um, other than that, like, like, where is she, you know? Yeah, like, and I, I honestly, God, I can't even remember who the fuck she used to be. Wasn't she like Eva Marie or some shit like that? No, no, Eva Marie was somebody else. Um, let me see. Uh, I could, I could find it quick, but I, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, 
Rosa, I when I think about Rosa Mendez, um, I I don't remember her. <laughs> I don't remember her, bro. Yeah, I don't either. Like a lot, like wasn't she the one that like was dating Zack Ryder or some shit like that? No, and that was she, that like, was uh back on him and helped Sean Lauren and I just win at WrestleMania. I think that was Eva Marie. Okay, see, it's confusing. Yeah. Rosa Mendez, uh, she managed uh, Primo and Epico. Okay. The Colognes. Yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, she's supposedly retired in 2020, so. Oh. Let's see uh, Eva Marie, since we brought up that name. Cause that's another one I really haven't heard of. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Eva Marie. Oh uh, wait, no, this can't be. We might be getting the names wrong. Cause Eva Marie's like that that model. She was with Dewdrop like last year. Who was the one dating Zack Ryder? You know what I'm talking about. She, like, yeah. fucking kicked him in the balls at WrestleMania and shit like that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, there's no way. That, there's, that's who it is. Holy shit, we're going to get... I remember she, um, she was part of the whole Zack Ryder, Kane, John Cena feud type shit. We're going to be called racist now. <laughs> yeah, right, man. It's... Uh, it's yeah. They give all these characters basically the same fucking used on water name. Right, and her real name is like Eve. Her real name is Eve. Why? Yeah. Why not just keep the fucking name, bro? Yeah. Um. Eve Torres instead of Eva Torres. Yeah. She retired in 2013. Wow. Oh, shit. Damn it. But yeah, yeah, I do, I do remember her and Zack Ryder. I remember the feud with... You remember the feud with John Cena they had as well? Yeah. Um, so what are you expecting, really? Like, well, let's, let's finish this topic first. Um, yeah, I mean... It could be Rosa Mendez. Um, Vince and John Laurinaitis, man, they're dirty people. They're dirty dogs, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> no pun intended to Dolph Definitely. Ziggler and Robert Roode. Definitely never thought I'd seen it coming from someone like Vince. Maybe, maybe Dolph Ziggler, but not Vince. No, I meant because of the, um, the name, Dirty Dogs. Oh, yeah. Him and Robert Roode. Yeah, but no, no, like... Ziggler, like, seems like a person that would pay some hush money, but not Vince. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, I, I w- the affair, I could see Vince having, but like you said, the hush money, I can't. And I, like, somebody yeah. put a, somebody put a meme the other day, they were like, yo, um, you know, everybody, um, everybody doesn't see this coming. But in the early 2000s, Vince was putting his tongue down every diva's, every woman's throat <laughs> on television. Yeah, man. Now we're going to have, like, a fucking rematch from, I think it was um, Unforgiven, where it was um, 
Vince and Stephanie in an old bar match. Oh, and we're gonna God. get a rematch of that, but this time it's gonna be for um for uh, WWE the company. <laughs> Whoever wins when gets WWE. Oh my God! Yeah. Then you see the woman that got paid for the hush money. She shows up and and screws Vince. Triple H hits Vince with a sledgehammer. Oh my god. <laughs> Man. But um to move away from the topic, what are you kind of expecting from um Brock Lesnar, right? His return. For the thousandth time we're gonna Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. That's a last man standing match. It's only gonna last maybe eight minutes. Um What do you what are you expecting, man? I am in all honesty, I this is something I'm not looking forward to. Yeah, see, I seen something on Facebook the other day. It was like everyone sitting there complaining about Brock and Roman, but forget about the fucking like million matches that Cena and Randy had together in WWE. But the- like, I get it from a standpoint because like it's Brock and Roman. It's just same fucking moves over and over and over. At least with Randy versus Cena, we've seen Cena hit like Code Red and the fucking Springboard Stunner and fucking the top row fucking crossbody and Randy did crossbodies and shit like that. But with like Roman and Brock, it's Superman Punch, Suplex, Spear, F5. And now Roman has that uh, submission as well. And and yeah, the, the guillotine, and then Brock still has the Gamora. Yeah, here here's my problem with this, and I'm I'm gonna be I'm be as clear as I can. Ray, Randy and Cena, when they had when they had their matches, they were the best matches of the night, hands down. Yeah, you you can't always say that about Brock and Roman. The only match I can watch over and over again, and it's not because Seth Rollins cashed in. It's because they actually they worked their their asses off. They told the story in that match is WrestleMania thirty one in the main event. Yeah, and like that that was like their first meeting, I believe, too. Yeah, yeah. And the so they didn't have that much of a great build up. Right. If you remember, there was a blizzard. Yep. And then then there was a tug of war of the belt, which <laughs> was really not good build up. No. But during that match, the storytelling was fucking great. Yep. And then the cash in, the the Seth cash in, was just the icing on the cake for that shit, man. Absolutely. Yep. So, we got money in the bank and next, not this Sunday, next Sunday. No, well, next Saturday. Excuse me. Um. And, it just, I don't know. I I want Seth to win. But I got this feeling where we we could possibly see Cody kind of like screw Seth out of the money in the bank. Yeah. I, so I've had my feelings about this because I don't know who's all qualified yet. There still needs to be I know two Seth people. Has, Drew has, Sheamus, Omos. Since gay as well. Okay, Shinsuke. So he, it's like, and two more, two more people they, need to be, uh, two more people need to qualify. Okay, so it's like, 
they're really they've been building Drew up for Roman versus Drew. Yeah, which is in but September. Then again, but then again, they also have to build Drew for that fight against Tyson Fury at Crash at the Castle. Wait, but aren't so, wait? I'm confused now. Because aren't they doing Roman and Drew at Clash of the Castle? See, it's it's hard because Tyson... So what I heard and what I've seen is that there's the reason why they weren't doing Drew versus Roman at Hell in a Cell or Money in the Bank or SummerSlam is because they were trying to get Drew ready for Tyson Fury at Clash of the Castle. Because I guess that's like their big thing for uh, Tyson Fury right now it was Clash of Castle so that's why they like stopped all that momentum like how Drew was tag teaming with them and shit like that yeah yeah and then that's why they pulled them out and like gave them that bum ass shit with Seamus right now got you got you and then they were supposed <sighs> to do Randy versus Roman but Randy's back is fucked yeah, which we're also going to talk about um, in a little bit as well. Um, this is... Um, so now, and, and then everything was Vince, Laurinaitis. So now bring in Brock as a substitute because they were, from what I was seeing, the original plan was supposed to be Cena and Roman again with Cena winning and ending the, the fucking the tie with Rick. Yeah, yeah. But... Then he started that shit with Theory, so... Gotcha. You know, if if I'm WWE, I'm making a call to The Rock, and if Roman beats... Let's say only if Roman beats... If Roman beats Lesnar in the last man standing match, you have The Rock show up after the match. Like, bro, yeah. WWE is so fucked right now. They they just need to do it. Yeah. Like, don't wait for Survivor Series. Don't wait for the Rumble. Just say, you know what, Rock? We need you right now. Nine one one emergency. Please just do this one thing for us. Yep. And I mean. And it's like, and it's not even like the Rock has any movies that he's really got to worry about. Then he just fucking not that long ago quit the uh, the Fast uh, series. Yeah, and I think he uh he's not doing any movies going into twenty twenty three, so it looks like he that WrestleMania match is most likely gonna happen. Yeah, so like bro, come on. Like yeah. you say WWE is your home and you will forever love it, so give back when it's time when it's in time of need. Yeah, I I think if Stone Cold could do it, The Rock could definitely do it. Oh, but fuck yeah. Bro, like, Austin got dropped on his neck, back, and head on concrete for Vince. Yep. Rock, what the fuck? If Austin can do that, why can't you? Yeah, for real. Yeah, for real. Man, it's... Uh, this is... Let's see. Um, So, we move on. So, what, as of right now, you would have Roman beating uh, Lesnar, or you're going to have Lesnar take this one? So, what I really want to happen, and it's yeah. a very shot in the fucking dark, I kind of want Roman to win, and then probably say SmackDown the, that following week on SmackDown, yeah. 
Roman like does. No one else is here. No one else has beat. Uh, I, I've beaten everybody. And then he issues an open challenge to anybody in the back. Yeah. And fucking AJ comes out. And they fucking put the title on AJ. And just fucking run with it. So Roman can go take his rest. Brock can go back and do whatever the fuck he was doing with his knee and his fucking branch and shit like that. And right. we can have fucking Roman, or we can have Seth, AJ, fucking Edge, and all of them carry the company out of the funk until they have a clear fucking mind of what's going on. Because right now, we don't even know how WrestleMania is going to go. Bro. We don't know how Oof. anything is going to go. All From what I've been hearing, the last pay-per-view they had uh, like scheduled before all this shit happened was SummerSlam. SummerSlam, okay. So after SummerSlam, everything is up in smoke. Right, right. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good times, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Those suppositories. Yep, yep. <laughs> but, um, so, I can't even remember. What were we, what were we uh, talking about? Uh, how WWE has nothing planned after SummerSlam and everything is up in smoke. Right, yeah, yeah, that's the biggest thing right now. It's like, WWE has absolutely no fucking, uh, plan. Like, the, they're shot to hell. Yeah, and it's like... If this really, like, continues on, like, if, if this big mind fuck and having blank keeps going, bro, at this point, it looks like we might not get a WrestleMania. And if we do, it's going to be, like, the fucking one in the Performance Center WrestleMania. Oh, my God. That'd be terrible. Yeah. I just, I also don't get why they've released so many people. That's like another thing to me. It's like yeah. I wanna I wanna hear the stories of why you are releasing these people. Yeah, and and listen, if if my if what I was thinking has anything to do with it, all these talents that got released for budget cuts, we know where that fucking budget cut went into that hush money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You think there's more than... There has to be more than one, right? Oh, I don't know, man. And listen, if, if, if it comes out that there's more than one, WWE is fucked. Tony, Tony like, K. Hey, the great Khan. Tony Khan is going to start buying. Listen, man. As long as a Khan takes over and it's not Nick, I'm okay with that. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Definitely, man. But then, but then again, Tony Khan takes over, and then MJF is still fucked. Yeah, yeah. Which we're we're actually gonna talk about that when we talk about Forbidden Door, because uh, right. some people are actually uh, starting to speculate some things. <sighs> oh, that is um, oh, CM Punk type thing way back in two thousand eleven. Yeah. Yeah. That he's not really leaving. He's just holding out till he gets paid. Yeah, or th- they're kind of doing like a storyline now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But so, if fucking I- MJ- so from what I've seen, MJF has done this before 
in MLW. Yeah, yeah, me and you were talking about that the other day. Yeah, so it's like, okay, so now you're just giving us recycled fucking crap. Yeah. Basically what MJF has been doing. Right. I wonder how much he wants, though. Because it's like, dude, your contract isn't even fucking up yet. Like, it's, this no, is... No, and it's... Go and ahead. If you really look at the salary marks, bro, the biggest star in that company that gets paid, like, the biggest amount of money is John Moxley. Like, Moxley makes Brock Lesnar money in WWE. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it makes sense, you know, the way he's used in that company. Um, it, it, yeah. I, it makes sense. I mean, like, they, they use Moxley a lot. Like, his, the way they use him is like, damn, this dude. Oof. Basically, he's the John Cena of AEW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's took a few losses, but those wins definitely outweigh those losses. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what... How about them injuries lately, man, in, in wrestling? Yeah, it seems like everyone has been getting fucking injured. Yeah, man. It's... It's crazy. It's... I don't... I don't know what's going on, um... But... I don't know, they have to, they're gonna have to talk to the doctors or something like Danielson's out of blood and guts and forbidden door. <sighs> but what is he out for? Like what 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 was it that injured him? Like was it when he got caught between the ring and the, the, the ramp or was it like something at blood and guts that really injured him? Or the anarchy in the arena? I think it was anarchy at the arena. Because, I mean, if it was before that, I think he would not have wrestled. Unless he did, maybe it was like he heard it a little bit, and then it just, it got worse. Yeah. But, I mean, it looked like, the man looked like he was walking fine. So, I don't think it was anything with his legs. I think, I, I hate to say this, but it might have been his neck. Mm, so basically, how it was when he was out in WWE because of Kane and all those tombstones. Yep. Now he might be out for a little bit here because of the fucking the rope around his neck and the fucking chair thing and all that bullshit. Exactly. I, uh, man. Like, there's some things you're just like, all right. But then, like, it hits too close to home. That's why anytime Christian or, or fucking Edge takes a nasty ass bump, I I I, I cringe because I'm like, dude, do not fucking tell me he's not gonna get up from that. Yeah, and and honestly, listen, man, me and my wife were talking about this the other night too. It's gonna be the same way. Like I'm gonna like cringe and like be worried every time when Randy comes back and he has a match. Absolutely. Because, bro, that RKO, one fucking move, uh, one false move, and he's done. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, my God. If they even let him continue to do the RKO, which if they don't, it's, it's fucked for him, which, because that shit, like, definitely made his career. Yeah. Yep. 
I just, uh, just, it's tough right now, man. It, it's, for real, it's, it's tough. Definitely is. And it's, it's, it's more so tough because it's like these, the wrestlers that are getting injured really don't get used like that. And then when they do, they fucking show us why they're being used. And it's like, then they get injured. Like fucking, um, I don't know if you've seen or heard, but at Slammiversary, mm-hmm. one of the girls in the um, Queen of the Mountain match, yeah, um, I can't remember who it was, but like she broke both of her bones in her nose. Holy shit! And I, I'm like, fuck, that is insane. It's like fucking. I think it was either Chelsea Green or Diana Perrazzo, one of them that took that nasty ass ladder bump. Yeah. And it's like, damn, like they broke their nose off that. Yeah, yeah. Damn, man, that that man, that's fucking crazy. But yo, listen, shout out to fucking Impact for twenty years. Shout out for them to get fucking AJ on the fucking screen. How much money they had to give WWE for that shit? Absolutely. I saw. I, saw, I seen that. I started screaming at the at the screen. Forbidden door has been opened. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <laughs> fuck, man. Now we know who's facing Zack Saber Jr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Can you imagine that? We're like, all right, it's gonna be an AEW guy, and you you hear AJ or fucking Finn Balor's music hit. Oh my God. Um, I seen something. It was um, there's a post that it was either Cesaro, Jonathan Grisham, or fucking Johnny Gargano, or the three big names for it. But there's a fourth one, but it's highly doubt doubtful that the fourth one will do it. But it's um that dude in J- from New Japan um, uh something Shibata. Okay. The dude like. I guess he's, like, the heart and soul of New Japan, and, like, he has, um, I don't know exactly. It was the same shit that happened to Daniel Bryan in WWE, but it's more severe. It's not neck, but it's his brain. Oh, shit. Damn. Like Rhea Ripley, basically. um, Like Rhea. Rhea right now is dealing with a brain injury. Yeah. I guess his is like more severe because like I guess he was doing a match and like his brain swelled or something I don't know I don't I can't remember exactly what happened but yeah, I feel yeah. like it was a, something to do with his neck and brain and like he he's been on the shelf for like so fucking long but when he wasn't he was so fucking good like yeah he like went toe to toe with Okada oh, and wow. fucking basically almost bested Okada. Damn. Shit. But, yeah, man, it's like, it's the same dude that, um, trained, uh, Hideo Itami, Kenta. Yeah, yeah. And then, I, I don't know if you remember when Kenta joined fucking the Bullet Club, he, like, attacked him and, like, did his whole fucking signature pose and shit. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Shit was crazy. Oof. All right. So, damn it. 
I, you know, and this is my thing. I don't think it's going to be somebody from New Japan. I just don't. Uh, I don't think it's going to be Gargano. And I don't think it's going to be Gresham because he's not debuting. You know, it has to be somebody else, you know, we've never, we've never seen before. We have never, we've never seen this person before. So I think, I, I would think Cesaro. I think AEW offered him a little bit more that he couldn't refuse and he's going to show up. Yeah, and, and and listen, not for nothing, listen, Cesaro is pound for pound a great fucking technical wrestler. Yeah, absolutely. Who is who is definitely on par with Zack Sabre Jr. Like, like Cesaro can match his fucking technical skills. Um, Grisham can, that'd be out between Grisham and Sabre, but Sabre is a little bit more advanced. Yeah, and then Gargano is Gargano is isn't technical, right? But he does have his tricks up the sleeve that he can do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, either one would be fucking perfect, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I've I've seen Gresham. I don't think they need to have another New Japan wrestler fighting. Um, I think you got to go with Cesaro or or Gargano. I'd go with Cesaro though. Um, I mean, the pop for, for Cesaro, if he were to, to show up would be yeah amazing. Um, we all know how that Chicago crowd can get as well, man. They're in Chicago. Oof, man. Yeah, man. It's, and, and, and not for nothing, like, like there's so many other great matches like the fatal four way mm-hmm. for the heavyweight title yeah bro that's you, gonna fucking you talk about fucking greatness for the IWGP world heavyweight championship you have Jay White Okada Hangman Adam Page and Adam Cole bro and listen man if, if I, I'm pretty sure I said it on a podcast before Bro, right now AEW has put a fucking rocket up Adam Cole's ass and launched that motherfucker to the moon. Yep. They are giving him the biggest match of his entire fucking life right. on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Now before we get into this whole card thing, um, I sent you that thing about Bray Wyatt earlier today. Yeah. What the fuck and could this mean? You, I, I don't. I don't know if you've seen it. But um, he he legally got the rights to the last name Wyatt. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. now I guess his ring name is Wyatt Six. Yep, yep. I mean, but would you have him show up at Forbidden Door? Or would it be at Blood and Guts? Or maybe All Out, you know? So... When exactly did Brody join? Wasn't it in, like, September? It was around there, yeah, because it, it was around there because that's when the whole pandemic was fucking going on. Yeah, and they couldn't do the show, so he just came. Yeah. They were supposed to, his debut was supposed to be at Rochester, but they weren't doing the Rochester show. They were taping for that show. Yeah, yeah. So... 
why not have Bray joining probably early? Probably, I'd say, let's give it Blood and Guts, not okay. Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door is more of a New Japan type deal. Yeah. So let's give it Blood and Guts. And the Dark Order has basically, they're falling apart as, as we talk. Yeah. And then fucking Bray shows up and like reminds them of who the fuck they are and fucking reminds them of what Brody really wanted and like starts bringing them fucking back yeah. and like they become dominant again like they were with Brody. I totally agree. Here's my, my two options. Moxley wins the interim AEW World Championship the, uh, t- tomorrow night. And and Bray shows up and confronts him, but I wouldn't do that because it's the interim championship. Or yeah. at Blood and Guts, you see Hangman. You know, Hangman saying saying a promo. You know, he he didn't win the championship. He uh, Dark Order comes out says we've always had your back. Let's say Hangman's. You know, he's going back and forth with them, and. The lights go off, they come back on, and it's Bray Wyatt. And we yeah, could, I like and, that. Yeah, and we get the feud of Hangman and uh and Bray. Well, Wyatt six and um Bray I I gotta remember not to say Bray anymore. <laughs> Wyatt six, yeah, uh right. Wyatt Copyright six strikes. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm gonna get sued by WWE. <laughs> Um, get a couple of cease and desist. Yeah. <laughs> and Wyatt Six, he becomes the new leader of the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. I, I I would I would do it. Um I, I'd say it's gonna happen. I mean, Wyatt has said, patience, it's almost time. So it's going to happen in these either whether it's tomorrow or it's in September. Bray Bray Wyatt is coming back very soon. Yeah. But uh, let's get into this fucking stacked card. I've seen a lot of people shitting on this card, and I I just I I can't stand it. <coughs> yeah, it, it's it's by far to me one of the best cards I've seen. It gives me almost a fucking Wrestle Kingdom vibe type card. Right. Right. Oh, and I was going to say earlier, when you were talking about, you know, how Cesaro's a technician, you know, the WWE mark, the WWE marks are going to say, uh, he's a powerhouse, so. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, bro, like, technician doesn't mean your, your technician is, it, it basically be, it's what AJ Styles is. Yeah. You want to look at AJ Styles and just call him a fucking high flyer? Right. <laughs> Basically, what people don't, what they fail to realize is the term technician means you can fucking adapt to any wrestling style and use it to your advantage. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so here's the card. They have like three buy-in matches. Um, they have Gun Club and Max Caster versus... Oh, I'm gonna kill some of these names, man. <laughs> I'm gonna send it to you, and you can help me with it. Let me, let me send these to you. 
But like I said, man, it's a it's a stacked fucking card. I mean, from top from from top to fucking bottom. Like there's not there's not one match on this card where I'm like, eh, I'm no, this ain't gonna be good. No, I'm not. I'm not going that far. Yeah. All right, I just sent it you, sent it to you, so we can you can help me out with these names, cause. Yep. So Gun Club, uh, Max Caster versus, you could say that. Uh, Yuda, Yuma Aria, Alex Coogan, and the DKC and Kevin Knight. Who do you got in this one? Listen, I, I'm a big fan of Max Caster. I've been a big fan of his for uh, quite a bit. So I really, I'm hoping they get the advantage. So I'm going to go Caster and the Gun Club. I agree. I agree on that. Then you have the Factory versus, you could say that. <laughs> Shimon. All right. Um, Listen, it's Hiroki Goto, man. Right. Hands down, definitely picking Hiroki Goto over QT and them. Yeah, I'm going with the same. The factory, they're really like to put guys over. They're not there to, you know, really win matches. Yeah, and that's the, and that's the thing. What people fail to realize, Hiroki Goto just basically, not that long ago, was the world heavyweight champion in New Japan, and then he lost it to Will. Yeah, yeah. And then... um. Swerve in our glory versus Suzuki Gun. Alright, I can say that one. <laughs> Listen, man, Suzuki Gun is fucking their great ass stable in New Japan, led by Minoru Suzuki. But listen, it's Keith Lee and Swerve, man. I'm going with Swerve in our glory. I agree. And you have, uh, oh, here we go. We got the Bullet Club with the Young Bucks. Versus dudes with attitudes. What a fucking name. Yeah, but that is that really the fucking stable name or is it just something they came up with quick? I hope it's just something they came came up with quick. Yeah, man, because listen, dudes with attitudes does not fucking fit Darby or thing at all. No, you need something you need a name more dark than that. Yeah. But, and, and I, I know we touched on, me and you were talking about this earlier, and we touched on it, um, it's now a trio smash, for those that don't know, because, yep. um, the Hiroshi dude from Dudes with Attitude had a fever and can't travel to the States, so now it became a trio smash. Dude, the, the, the dudes from Attitude, dudes with attitudes, come on, man. Yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. I'm going with the Bullet Club on this, absolutely, especially when you add the Young Bucks. It's like, bro, the Young yeah, yeah. they're about to kill shit. Oh, yeah, fucking definitely. Then you have Zach Sabre Jr. versus the Brian Danielson's cho- chosen opponent. I mean, chosen, yeah, I guess, opponent, whatever. Yeah, and listen. 
this match can go either way because Saber is again he can adapt to any fighting style. Yeah. But then it's Cesaro, and we all know Cesaro don't fuck around in this shit. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm definitely gonna go with the TBA pick for my uh, winner. I'm gonna go with him as well. Um, you think Cesaro's gonna do the swing? <laughs> Listen, if he does a fucking swing, I might mark a little bit, but yeah. then say, bro, that was WWE's idea. Of what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> he might just do it just to like piss off WWE, and then yeah, be like, yeah. If anything, if you're gonna give us anything, man. Give us the fucking, the Avalanche water park slide that you fucking do. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, then we have, which I don't know why this is their name. The Sex Gods, okay? <laughs> and Minoru Suzuki, um, Eddie Kingston, oh, sorry. The Sex Gods and Minoru Suzuki versus Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and you can say the last one. Shota Umino, and I don't. I agree. I don't know why the fuck they're putting Shota against Minoru. They that right there to me would have fit. Um, even though he's in a match already, I, I still would want to see um, Tomaro Ishii in that match instead of fucking Shota. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, Listen, I'm probably going to fucking regret saying this, but I'm going to go with Eddie Kingston and them. I probably will regret it, too. I'm going to go with them as well. But, hey, you know, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, this one I'm excited for, though. The winner takes all match for the ROH World Tag Team and IWGP Tag Team Championships where you have FTR versus United Empire versus Rapagani Vice. Hey man, this this to me is probably gonna be my favorite match of the night. Absolutely. And I'm definitely gonna get a lot of heat for this. Mm. But I'm putting my money on Jeff Cobb and Great O'Conn, the United Empire match. Okay. I'm gonna go with F T R. Um I don't know if they'll they'll win it, but as long as it's FTR or uh, Jeff Cobb and Great Ocon, I I I'm good with it, you know. Yeah. Like I'm I'm good and Jeff Cobb. I I'll tell you what, that motherfucker is an animal. Oh fuck yeah, he is. He is definitely pound for pound one of the strongest people in New Japan. Absolutely. Imagine Mark Henry versus Jeff Cobb. <laughs> oh my god. Word. Or Cesaro versus Jeff Cobb. Yeah. Or Keith Lee. <sighs> yeah, man. Definitely. Some good ass big man matches right there. Yeah. Just sweat all over the place. No. <laughs> oh man. Good times. This one I'm 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 iffy about cause uh I I I don't like how Will has been pushed on AEW, but yeah, it is for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship, Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy. Listen, man, they are, Will is one and two 
yeah. in New Japan, uh, in AEW, which is fucking rubbish. I, I want to go with Will for this. Will needs this plan more than Orange does. Absolutely. Will, Will, Will absolutely needs it. You know, he, he's the, he's that guy. He's the guy that when everybody um, looks at him, they're like, oh, Will, Will can do shit that a lot of people can't. Exactly. But I also hope. Will is, uh-huh. Will is a modern day, old school AJ style. Yep. Absolutely. And I hope after he beats Orange Cassidy, I hear Kenny Omega's song, music, whatever you want to call it, hit. I'm saving Kenny for the main event. Really? Yep. For John and uh, and Tanahashi? No, the Fatal 4-Way. Oh, the Fatal 4-Way. Why would you leave him for that? Just, I'm curious. So... Adam Cole talks a lot of shit. Wait, I got it. Yep, go ahead. You can finish, but I understand. So basically, he still has unfinished business with fucking Hangman. Right. Adam Cole talks a lot of shit about being better than anyone. When we damn well know you're definitely not better than Kenny. Right. Then there's that bad blood between him and Okada from the Wrestle Kingdoms and all that shit. And then there's that unfinished business with Jay White that he has. True. So either either one of those four men and Kenny, perfect storytelling. Here's my thing on it. I, I, I love the perfect storytelling. I love it. It's amazing. But if they don't go that route, don't forget, when Kenny left, Adam Cole took over for the Young Bucks... And uh, and Red Dragon. There's always yep. been rumors when Kenny comes back, we get the trios match between Kenny, Kenny and the Young Bucks versus uh, Adam Cole and Red Dragon. Um, I think I think that would be also a great a great thing to see. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, all right, I'm gonna change my mind. I think that match, he yeah, he returns. At, um, the fatal four way. Yeah. Now Osprey, I believe, will win. Um, we also have the inaugural, um, AEW All Classic Championship. <sighs> Pac versus Miro versus Malachi Black versus Clark Connors. Connors. I don't see how. I thought uh, Tomoro Ishii was the fourth person in this match for New Japan. Yeah, he was, but I think he had gotten injured or something like that. It was some something had happened that they had to put Connors in it. Oh shit! Oh, so then my my pick changed. Um, definitely changed up. I'm gonna <laughs> go with Pac, Pac or Malachi Black for the win for this. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I think I'm going to go with Malachi on this one. Um, as much, I mean, both men deserve it. But, I mean, like, Pac has held other championships and other promotions. I think Malachi, Malachi has as well, but only in, only in NXT, I believe. Yeah. 
So I, I think of it, he's only ever held the NXT title. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with Malachi on this one to win it. Okay. And then um, you have the AEW Women's World Championship. It it it's crazy to me that there's only one women's match, but hey, okay. <laughs> It's crazy that it's the only one. Yeah. But it's like the third main event. Right. <laughs> yeah. You got Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm. Listen, there's been a lot of shit going on that um that Thunder Rosa has been like bullying superstars backstage. Yeah, yeah. And like has been very unprofessional with working with them in the ring. So I kind of think AEW is going to switch gears and give it to Tony and give Thunder a break and let her, like, recoup and, like, train so she doesn't keep hurting people. Right. I think Tony winning it would be fucking great. I think the pop would be great. I think overall, over all social media would go fucking crazy for Tony Storm just because we all know... How hard it was for her in WWE, you know, getting pies thrown in her fucking face. <laughs> yep. So I think, uh, yeah, I think Tony wins this as well. Uh, then we have the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship on the line. Jay White versus, you could say the full name. Kazuchika Okada. Versus Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole. I'm going to go with Jay White. Really? I am putting my money on Jay White to keep and retain his title because right now Jay White is giving New Japan the best fucking business and booking that he can. You know what? I'm going to go with Jay White as well. I think it it could possibly come down between Jay White and Adam Cole and then um, maybe that's when Kenny interferes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then we have the interim AEW World Championship on the line in the main event. John Moxley versus, you could say that one as well. <laughs> Hiroshi Tanahashi. <sighs> this one. This is going to be a banger. Listen, didn't they already fight before, though? No, that's what, when they had the face-to-face a few weeks ago. Moxley kept saying that uh, Tanahashi was always dodging him. They were supposed to fight a few times, and I guess, uh, yeah, Tanahashi always would dodge him. So that's kind of the story being played here. That's right, because if, if I remember correctly, <clears throat> they were supposed to fight at a New Japan pay-per-view, but then Moxley wanted to rehab. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. Yep. Okay, so, yeah. Um, I'm going to give this match to Tanahashi because I'm, I'm not big on Moxley. Okay. But I, I, it, it'd be like icing on a cake to rub it in his face and have Punk versus Tanahashi later down the road. So, I'm going to go with Tanahashi. So, you would have both, well, so you would have Jay White take the, his championship and Tanahashi take the AEW championship to New Japan? See, and that's the thing. I wouldn't have it like that 
Okay. So, well, hold on. Something. So, while Jay White held, holds the IWGP title, yeah. he'll defend it in New Japan, and then they'll just have Tanahashi in AEW. Okay. Got you. Got you. I'm a I'm gonna go with uh I'll I'll go with Mox on this one. Um I don't know, I don't know. This this one's definitely one of the toughest. Um I I think with uh what AEW double double or nothing didn't have, I think this AEW Forbidden Door will, which is gonna be a lot of a lot of surprise cha- uh, changes, a lot of surprise winners, um, like things we will not be, we, we didn't think we'll see. Yeah, and and like like we were talking about the other night, um, to me, this is giving me one of those um, the G1 Supercard in Madison Square Garden type deals. Yeah, yeah. It's giving me a vibe like that, and that, that pay-per-view for uh, New Japan gave them so much revenue and like star power and like we've seen so many people return and come back and like yeah it was fucking great so i think we can get that too from forbidden door gotcha gotcha do you see any surprises or returns happening besides Besides kenny and cesaro i could see fucking maybe like one or two more, maybe like maybe a diva returns and yeah. after Tony's and Thunder's match. Um who else has been on the shelf for AW besides Kenny? That's like a big name. We haven't seen Hikaru Shida in a while. Yeah. Wait, wasn't she just in the uh the Owen Hart tournament for the women? She might have been. She might have been. Yeah. Unless they do, uh, unless somehow Sasha Banks doesn't have a 90 day clause, that could possibly yeah. be a thing. Um, yeah, that could be. I don't, I, I don't know. Like, maybe Mia Yim is another one. Uh, I don't, but other than that, it's just like I don't I don't know. Oh, I got one. After Moxley versus Tanahashi. Yeah. Sammy Callahan shows up. Holy shit. Yeah. Supposedly yeah. they were supposed to reform the Switchblade Society and then Sammy broke his foot and ankle and Moxley went to rehab, so that never happened. Well, and it needs to happen. It needs to happen tomorrow night. Yep. That'd be fucking great. Yep. Let's have it. Fuck yeah, man. Because those two together are like fucking... It's it's crazy with those two together. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, uh, anything else you want to say before uh, I let you go? Yeah. When the fuck is blood and guts? Uh, bro, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's it's this Wednesday. <laughs> it's this Wednesday. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I 
I thought that was a pay-per-view coming up for them. No, no, like, you know, they have these, like, special, special shows and shit. Oh, yeah, like, St. Patrick's Day fight or some shit. Yeah, yeah. It's this Wednesday night. Oh, man, well, kudos to them. I thought it was, like, a a pay-per-view coming up probably, like, next month, like, probably, like, a week or two after fucking Money in the Bank. Yeah, (laughs) Nah, I know, I know they got a few of those shows where like those special pay per view shows that they air on Wednesdays. They have a few of those coming up. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be very, very interesting to see. Definitely is. Yeah. But uh, all right, bro. That's that's all. Then um. Like we always do, we, we always talk during the pay-per-views. Um, but uh, have a good one. Be yeah. safe. <clears throat> Hello? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was just saying uh, be safe. Uh, and uh, thanks for being on the pod, man. Anytime, man, and you're welcome. Sorry for all the distractions. It's a crazy night tonight. Uh, no worry, bro. I'm I'm having a crazy night as well. So. Yeah, man. All right, man. Take care. You too. All right. Peace. All right. Later. Later. There you guys have it, ladies and gentlemen. That was Chris on the podcast. Uh, for Forbidden Door. Ladies and gentlemen, I would have loved to talk about everything that happened this week of wrestling, but... Like I was saying, my son is not feeling the best. So, uh, it, it won't happen this week. Next week, it definitely will. But I think Forbidden Door is such a big pay-per-view. And everything going on in the wrestling business, that it, w- it was a much-needed talk to just talk about this more. So, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you guys each and every day and every week. This is the Chosen One, the Father, the Son, the Husband, three two, one, the podcaster. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Wrestling Podcast. Thank you guys, and I will see you guys next week. Goodbye.